Okay, what's up, everybody? Uh, our next guest is actually a medical director that never thought he was ever going to get into the cannabis industry, but now he is. Stay tuned, and we'll talk more to Dr. Thomas Rocco. The good don't grow. We help you understand the benefits. With CBD and cannabis, yeah. The good don't grow. We remove the fear of the unknown. By giving you all the facts. The good don't grow. We bring the unbiased content from opposing views to give you nothing but the facts. I welcome you to the show. The good don't grow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Dudes Grow. I'm your host, Gary Roberts. Thank you for listening to the show. My next guest is a medical director of a medical marijuana evaluation center in Warwick, Rhode Island. The medical center was established in 2014 and is still the only licensed facility approved and recognized by the Rhode Island Department of Health for patient evaluation and education for medical marijuana. All right, Dr. Rocco, thank you for coming to the show. Uh, I know most people who started in the medical industry did not say, hey, listen, I'm going to be in the medical industry so I can play with a plant and cannabis and start doing all this stuff. <laughs> How did you start? Were you all, did you always want to be a doctor? I always wanted to be a doctor, even when I was a kid. Um, one of those things, kind of, I don't know, I'm not sure why, but uh, my, my uh, parents have two boys. We're both doctors. My dad's kind of... Uh, blue collar guy, he's a mechanic. And what, what we learned from him was uh, hard work is important and he never missed a day of work. He, uh, one thing I have to say, my family, they, they were, um, they really aren't highly educated. They graduated high school, but you know, back in their generation, they didn't you know, need to go to college, but they definitely instilled two things. You needed your education and, um, don't miss a day of work. And that's essentially what my brother and I had done. And we're both doctors now. And I don't know, I knew it when I was younger that I wanted to be a physician. Um, I like to take care of patients, you know, get involved in people's lives. And uh, my brother and I did the same thing, same high school, same college at Johns Hopkins, same med school in Chicago. I'm a, um, I'm a surgeon and I do a lot of the things now we'll go over. And my brother is a primary care doctor and he does, um, he does a specialty in like uh, training. Like we both like to be involved, not only in do being a doctor, but other things. Like he's a trainer for his local college and um, local, um, you know, high school and everything. So that's right. you know, that's what we've done. And he's out in Chicago. I'm out, I'm out in Rhode Island. Right, right. That's that's perfect. Now. Like I said, you didn't start saying, like, I want to get into cannabis. How no. did you go from the medical oh. industry to kind of seeing how cannabis oh. works now? I, I knew nothing. Like, honestly, I knew nothing about cannabis at all, um, at all. So, like, I, like, right now, like, if you look at medical schools, there are no real, like, curriculum for medical marijuana. I, I actually do know, um, just by talking about it, I, um, there's some families and uh, friends of kids that are really involved with it, but actually university of Vermont has a medical marijuana curriculum and I've actually contacted them to see if I can get it. It's, they don't really have one really written out yet, but they have stuff for, for medical students. And right now, you know, the, 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 the physicians now are not going to talk about it because they weren't trained about it and they, they don't want to talk about something they don't know. So the way I got involved is a very funny story. I, I do a lot of things. I, I'm a general surgeon, but right now I do um, the medical director of the wound clinic, which I just finished today before this. 
I help neurosurgeons with back pain and I do spinal injections for that. And I am a medical director for a hospice in the local area, a small group. And one of my patients called me and said, I really need another doctor to help with this little practice. They need a doctor to run a medical marijuana education practice. And I said, listen, I do not have time for this. I got three jobs, four kids and a wife who's a busier surgeon than I am. And, and I said, and I knew the guy, Pete, I'm like, Pete, I'm just so busy. You know, I'd help. I just can't do it. I get a call from his friend who's running this little practice. They're not doctors, but he said, give me 15 minutes of your time. And I still remember being at the hospital where there was a little cafeteria area. After 15 minutes, he, he convinced me to do it. And what he said was, and this is the only way I would have done it, is he's doing it legitimately. We're the only practice in the country that has a license with the Department of Health to do medical marijuana education. So everything we do is by their guidelines, their you know regulations. So it's not like people come off the street and you sign them up for the medical marijuana license. They got to go through the steps, get the records. We have to evaluate, see, make sure they're doing their due diligence and trying other things. And so when I heard that the process that they wanted to do, I'm like, I'm all for this. And I go, I know nothing about it. And this was 11 years ago. It took us two years to get the license. And we're really, it's great. We have great communication with Department of Health, very legitimate. Um, and I, I enjoy it because I knew nothing about it. And in the 11 years, I actually, initially, I was learning more from the patients than I was learning, you know, giving them the information. But in time, you learn. But essentially, what I was doing initially was like going, all right, these are the 13 criteria of the state of Rhode Island. You fit one of these. You tried to do all this. wasn't working. Let's try this. You fit. You're appropriate. But then as I've done it, I got into, you know, learning more about medical marijuana. And then now I do a website for CBD education with some, we offer some products. Um, and we got, I got into that because CBD is now like the new thing. I know medical marijuana is a big thing, but more people giving us questions about CBD. I'm like, I got to learn more about this. We started a website and essentially the website has a lot of good things about dosing. Um, I'll be honest with you. We haven't, um, done anything big, like essentially my family, my friends and my patients are the patients are people that talk to me about it. But what we do is we try to give really good education on proper dosing. Like just don't take a dropper of this. Like one, you know, this, you know, one CBD oil has this much, you know, this much concentration. The other one doesn't, you got, we got to kind of give them like dosing parameters. So it's like a prescription. Um, and it's very confusing. Like, honestly, it's, I don't know how people do without this education. Like, you know, the difference between CBD oil, hemp extract and hemp seed oil, all different things. Exactly. And, and it's so that's what we're trying to explain it. And when people talk to us, they're really happy about it. Like they really not, I at least know how to start with it. And so I got, you know, so what I'm trying to do is, you know, with my pain management part, I really don't try to use narcotics. We're trying to get away from that. And, you know, I'd rather sign a medical marijuana license or try CBD and see if that works better. And it actually, we have some great stories with it. It really does work. The problem with CBD and mar marijuana is the insurance doesn't cover it. Some people can't afford it. That's the big roadblock. 
Right. So, so let me ask you this. So in your experience over the 11 years, as you started educating yourself, what did, and the people started asking more and more questions, what did you see was the biggest thing to overcome? Was it the stigma behind it of, oh, I'm going to get stoned. Oh, oh, I've tried it before. It doesn't work. It's snake right. oil. It's how did you overcome that part of it? Well, I think it's really funny is that the, the, the stigma is still there. It's so still there. And it, you'll get the, it's like different people. So you got the young people, right? And they, a lot of them, they want the license, but you know, they want to use it for other things than the medical problems. And I, right. I totally understand that. And then you get the, the, the people that are, that used it in the seventies and they don't understand how it can be medical. Cause I got so high from it. Like, <laughs> right. they're like I'm just going to get high. I'm like, no, it's different now. And then you get the really, like, you get like the greatest generation generation that are trying and they're totally not sure what to do with it. So that you deal with people differently. It's, I honestly, I enjoy this practice because it's so much great, fun discussion. Um, so, but it's it, 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 a lot of like, I really truly believe that the CBD is the medical part of it. THC is too, but it's that hybrid of it that gives you the best medical effect. So in the 70s, they were getting just THC, you know, marijuana, they got, they were getting high off it, but it, it works well together. And right. so that's what we're trying to teach people how to use it, what, what strains. And that's, that's the difference than the recreational marijuana that's out there. But this right. definitely, initially it's, it totally is the stigma of it. And they're almost embarrassed to come and see somebody about it. And the thing about me is I do a lot of work during the day and I'll do my marijuana practice like once or twice and, and I do it at night and it's kind of funny you talk about something marijuana in office like eight o'clock at night like it sounds like we're doing a drug deal and I go no this is really <laughs> legitimate the department of health we have the license and everything it's but it's a lot of fun I really enjoy because it, it it is so much better than a lot of our prescription drugs 100 percent, and that's what I built the whole podcast about and that's why I like having doctors like you on I, I'm trying to open the doors for fire departments to understand that we're not looking for, like you said, the THC cannabis side to where we're getting stoned. We want to be able to sleep better, the pain management. We don't want to go to the opiates or the Xanaxes or, or the things like that, that that cause more issues than anything else. If we can get a high CBD, low THC and let me relax and, and everything else, or even a good isolate, it's just yeah, as good. good. It works just as fine. That's exactly but right. Were you afraid, and this is the biggest thing, because I was afraid when I first started my company and, and, and the products I had and I came out, I was afraid that the, the department would say, oh, oh, you hired a drug dealer. Oh, my God. Right. No. Were you worried Were you worried when a guy asked you about your medical license at all when you first started? No, not at all. Actually, the reason why, the, the reason why I jumped on this is because of their, our, the plan to become part of the Department of Health. So that has made me so comfortable you know, talking about, they know who I am. They know that if it, if a license comes from me, we've done the steps that are what the Department of Health wants. We were getting audited every three months with about 50 patients to make sure we were doing the records right. And that's what took like, honestly, it took like two years to, to get the temporary license. And then another like four to five years of doing that to say, okay, we're doing it the right way. And now we just have good communication. They come in once in a while, just check our record. So there was a um, there was a um, a quick poll in Rhode Island about four or five years ago about medical marijuana for doctors. 
and it was in the Rhode Island Monthly for the doctor issue. And it was interesting. And it said, just a quick question. Do you agree with medical marijuana? Do you disagree with medical marijuana? Or do you not know? And essentially it was split in thirds. And all that meant to me was that two thirds of doctors are not going to even discuss medical marijuana. And then there's the other third that would. But I know that that other third that would discuss it, they wouldn't do the licensing because they're concerned that they're going to be like a drug doctor. Right. And, but for me, I, I mean, I had it all because we had the licensed department of health. They knew what we were doing it properly. And I was never worried about that. In fact, somebody said to me, if you Google like pot doctor Rhode Island, I think my name pops up, you know? <laughs> so, but with, the license that we have with this practice, I feel absolutely comfortable with it. Like there's not an issue at all with it. Right. So. And, and, I, and that's the same thing. When I Before I started handing it out or, or, or giving it to uh, different people, I made sure that I found a proper farm. I, I found a proper place right. where it can get inspected. I found the product right. that I wanted. Before I even went out to market, I made sure that there was no license I didn't have. Right. I didn't get right. – uh, the state knew who I was. I passed the state license. They inspected me. I wanted to make sure all those steps were lying so that right. when I opened the door to talk about it freely, I wasn't really worried about anything right. coming down on me. And that's the biggest thing, like I said, and you said, is education becomes the biggest, biggest thing, right. especially with dosing and everything else. How do you educate your patients normally? Do you start with explaining them the endocannabinoid system or do you go straight into what the plant does or do you mix a little bit of both? So I know some people are like, yeah. oh yeah, the plant's cool and nobody, yeah. oh yeah, the body's cool and you're trying to make the, the correlation between the two and people are like, oh, I don't get it. Right, I, I actually, uh, when we first started the CBD website, we have free consultations. We're doing more by the phone, but initially we had walked in and I would start with the whole, like how it works. And it would take a good 45 minutes to discuss the whole thing. And I, you know, it, it depends on the person. There are a lot of people that just didn't want to hear about it. They just right. want to hear about the dosing and, um, you know, and, and they just want to get to the nuts and bolts. There's some people that really enjoy understanding why it works, but I mean, the, the main points from my education with THC or even just CBD is the dosing is most important. You got to know what the dose is. And with CBD, the main thing I always find is the question of, are you worried about drug testing? Because those full spectrum medications, you're going to test positive. There's actually a really good article in uh, JAMA just recently that they, um, they had subjects take full spectrum for a whole month every day. And the majority of them, when they did drug tests after that month, were positive. So, you know, you could take a full spectrum, you know, medication that has that small amount of THC and you'll be positive. So the, the main things, like, I think patients that want to hear it now, they want to know the right dose. What am I, like, what am I using it for? What dose for what ailment? And the main thing that I ask is about drug testing, because I know people have lost jobs, not my own patients. Because they did a drug test because of a CDL and they lost their job. And that's right. the important thing because anybody could buy this now, at least the CBD side of it on the shelf. With um, with medical marijuana, I essentially try to you know get to what they're looking for and the strain of indica and sativa. But the main thing I, I try to tell them is you want to get some CBD in there if you're looking for less psychoactive effect because that you know mitigates the psychoactive right. effect. I mean, I don't know, like... One of the main things in the 
in the country is overdose of medical marijuana. You know, the overdose is not death or stop breathing. It's paranoia. You know, the best yep. way to, to counteract that is taking CBD. High dose CBD. Exactly. <laughs> we all know this. The emergency rooms don't know it, but it's not in the hospital. Like that's what, you know, they work at, then you go back to the endocannabinoid system. They work at the same receptor, receptor but differently. THC right. binds to it. CBD makes it work better. And so that, that CBD will allow the psychoactive effect to be less. So, you know, you, essentially with my patients, medical marijuana, I'll tell them, use CBD during the day, go to work, and then use your THC at night. And it works really well that way. You know, and again, you know this, the side effects of, of, of prescription drugs, the next day you're groggy from Ativan and narcotics, you're not with THC and CBD. And like, if you look on my website, I do a lot of medical studies and it's under the CB, CBD health tab, but there's a great, um, there's a great, there's a whole bunch of articles, but one talks about side effects of prescription drugs versus CBD. And it, the side effects are so much less. It's unbelievable. You know, it's, right. it, it's amazing how I think in time, hopefully in our lifetime, this will be a prescription medication. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Exactly. So on, back on the dosing and then everything yeah. else is, did you find it the hardest thing to do is that when you actually started giving a patient something was getting feedback so that you can give them a, a better idea of what they right. were taking. So what, I found that when we gave it to them and I said, okay, start low, see how yeah, you feel. Right. And then, then they, you disappear for a week and you're like, well, how are you doing this? Oh, yeah. It didn't work. But yeah. you didn't give me, I told you to give me some feedback. So yeah, I can kind right, of, right. you know, Feedback in the beginning, especially with, with CBD so and products, that is so important. Right. How so did, did I, you find that with your patients? No, it's really hard. I was trying to, like, when we first started doing the CBD website, we didn't have a lot of people. So I would call them two or three weeks later. How you doing? Let's try to figure it out because you start low and you have to increase it. And they're like, oh, I don't want to take a lot of this. You know, and I said, listen, <laughs> we're at such a low dose you know, for, for anxiety, I started 15, 10, 15, 20 milligrams, right? You know, start right. low and then pain's about 30 to 50 and then sleep could be 100 milligrams. And they're like, I don't want to overdose on it. I go, first of all, you're not going to overdose on it. But the second thing you have to realize is people that take it for seizure prophylaxis take a thousand milligrams a day. Like you can take a thousand milligrams and be fine. So they get so worried that they're, they're going to either get high. That's the stigma of CBD. They think they're going to get high. I'm like, you're not going to get high. You're just going to get the medicinal effect. As we've grown a little bit, I haven't had so much chance. Plus, I have all these other jobs. So I would love to be able to like have somebody call, like a nurse practitioner, call all the patients two weeks later and go, how are we doing? Let's start changing. And that's part of the problem. They kind of give up sometimes. Right. And right. they don't need to know. They need to know. They need to go up a little higher. And that's okay. Exactly. That, that that was the biggest thing. My biggest thing was, was finding that, that mm -hmm. feedback thing. And those were the people that fell off. Oh, yeah, they don't work. And it's like the other people stayed on it and finally found that happy dose of going, it's the most amazing thing in the world. Right. And like you said, you won't get high. But I did notice in my own trials of just pure CBDs mm -hmm. that if you get a high enough dose, you are going to get that really calm feeling. It, mm -hmm. it, like as if right. you're high, but everything just seems to be working yeah. and everything's right. clearer. Yep. And so I tell people, so if you actually go too high, you'll notice that. And it's not a euphoric high. It's like right. everything's really clear and calm and I can right. focus and I can, it, it opens everything. So I said, so don't worry about it. Just dose it down a little bit. You, right. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, it's, but they, that's the whole thing is, I think it's, you know, 
you buy CBD oil, it always says, take one dropper. What does that mean? Take one dropper. <laughs> you know, some of them are more concentrated than others. And exactly. it drives me crazy. Like it really does. So I truly try, like when you get a product, at least with us, we, I have typed out instructions for like the dozen medical things we have, you know, this many drops is this many milligrams. And let's start here or take this quarter of the dropper. It's, you know, 25 milligrams or capsules, 30 milligrams. Like we, the, so we, I don't make any of it. I know you're, you're, you're making and harvesting it and, you know, I get it for a couple of just two or three good companies. And like even the capsules that are 30 milligrams, it says it's 170 milligrams of hemp extract. So they think they're taking 170 milligrams. of. of they're not. And I, I have to like I, in the instructions, I got to highlight to say it's not 170 milligrams. It gets confusing. It so, does. It does. So, but when so you get hopefully, them hopefully they'll get all these labels lined up properly so that yeah, you can actually you know, should just stop doing that. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the FDA has got to be more involved. They're involved, but they should be more involved. And I mean, that's I, the best thing. And that's the best thing. Cause people like you, people like me who actually have reputable companies and who are trying to do this for the good and not like you right. said, not just always get stoned. Yeah, right. We want the FDA involved or we want to be people to come check us so that they know that we're in it for right. that purpose right. and not just to get high or right. make money or, 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 or stuff like that. You do a lot of stuff with youth groups. What would, was your thought with the, just like a pure CBD or something for kids in sports for injuries instead of going right. to the NSAIDs area or, right. or the other I, aspect? Oh, what would you think about to that? the right guy. I think it definitely works. I, you know, for the youth, I have, um, I would say about six families. This is, um, kind of pre-teenagers that are taking isolate CBDs, like 10 milligram gummies for just anxiety for tests or for just helping, you know, them with their, you know, their ADHD. I mean, it really does calm them down. And then for, for my high, I'm a high school coach, um, at, um, my local town here in Portsmouth high school. I, uh, I definitely, I've, I've helped my kids with through injuries with CBD, with the topicals and the capsules, you know, to help them with their injuries. Um, at the end of our football season this year, I think I had like six or seven kids, you know, handing out boxes of CBD cream. Like it's, you know, going out of style. And they, they, they were absolutely loving it. So, you know, it's uh, kind of has a little anti-inflammatory with CBD and it's, it was working great. So I, I think it, it totally does help people, with injuries rather than taking NSAIDs, no doubt. Did you get any kickback from the parents in the beginning when you were doing that? Um, no, I, don't, I never get kickback from the parents because a lot of reasons. I've coached their kids forever. forever. And uh, I've known, you know, like I actually, what happened with, with my football coaching, I've, instead of being like, I've been a high school football coach for two years. Essentially what happened was my kids have grown and I've coached as, as they've gone up through their age. And so my oldest is a, is a, just graduated. So I've coached these families and these kids forever. There was no blowback because they've known me and, you know, and they know I'm a physician and they know I do this um, and they know my background. So that I didn't get any blowback. And I think it's just the comfort of the families knowing me. Right. For, like I would never do any wrong to their kids. They're like right. my kids. Like I'm giving right. it to my kid. I'm giving it to them. But I think you're right. If I was giving it to some families that didn't know me or just say I decided to coach in Nebraska They'd be like, what's this guy doing? You know, I could see that happening, right? Right, exactly. I just had a lot of trust, and that's why these, you know, these the families well, it, and kids love me. 
it's good to know that you, you're you're using it and, and as a professional, you're using it as a doctor using it. So when people ask like, can my kid take it? There's a way that they can take it topically or, or something that, that can actually help because it's much better, much safer. You know it as well as I oh, do. Oh yeah, I have a, actually a family. The son just had, is a 19 year old, just had hip surgery. And the other son just had dental surgery and they, they are totally dead, dead against narcotics. And they use our 30 milligram capsules and they were so happy. It worked. No narcotics, no NSAIDs. You know, CBD does not rip up your stomach. Right. They couldn't be happier. I've had, they've been one of my best promoters with people that are having surgery. And I said, just use these capsules. And it, it absolutely does work. Even for, like you say, acute surgical pain, it really has a role. There's just, there really isn't any studies on it. That's the problem. It- and the one thing I tell a lot, a lot of my, my, my clients that take it when, when they're not sure, I says, use it as an NSAIDs. Use right. it when needed. There's not a prescribed in the morning, right. afternoon, night. Right. If you're feeling pain, because they're basically depending on how long, I think the capsules right. and everything, it's like a six-hour, eight-hour half-life. The, the, it's four, I think about four for the oils mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. So when you feel the pain coming back, you can take it again. Right. It's not like Tylenol or, or Advil where it's going to have that reverse effect on your body. This right. is more natural. It'll, it'll actually do it. Yeah, my my younger patients take them as needed, and then you could like I have my older patients, you could take it every day. Like you, you know, I, I, I one of my best stories for CBD when I first started, we had a woman, elderly woman, she was taking six Percocets a day, two in the morning, two in the night, two in the evening. Her her daughter was worried because she was falling all the time. She was kind of you know that narcotic effect, constipated. Yep. We got her off in three months taking two of those 30 milligram capsules in the morning, two at night. And she used a, a cream for additional relief. And she says, look, I still have a little pain, but I'm sleeping better. I'm not constipated. I'm more awake. And guess what? I'm not falling. Like it can be used for acute issues like, you know, people that have uh, exercise injury or, you know, relief from exercise. But you can also use it for chronic issues. Um, right. There's exactly. another thing I did write uh, through some research that, you know, it's great for, you know, taking CBD after strenuous exercise to get muscle recovery to recur to occur faster. Because what it does is it decreases the inflammation in the muscle, allowing it to heal faster. And that's, you know, that's when you exercise, you're hurting your muscles. That's where you make build big muscles. But then exactly. the ache, you know, is from that inflammation. You get rid of that inflammation. You can exercise quicker. It definitely does help. So right. like I said, my, my football team this past year, because it was such a short season with COVID and we played in the spring, yeah. I had them all on CBD lotions and capsules. And you know, we got through the season. Everybody's fine. That's amazing. <laughs> so all, all these stuff, all these literature, you said it's on your website, right? Right. Yes. So if people wanted to see all the literature, reach out to you or, or see what's going on, where, where could they go? So the website is uh, backtobasicsllc.com. It's B-A-K number two, basicsllc.com. And it's under the CBD health tab. You press on that and there's a lot of information. There's a lot of information everywhere on the website. It's really, I wanted more to be about medical, you know, information about CBD. I mean, we do sell a handful of products, but it's really about that. I mean, if you just Google search Dr. Rocco, CBD, like Rhode Island, or Dr. Rocco CBD usually pops up at Back to Basics. So there's a, um, there's definitely CBD Health, which is really helpful. Um, oops, did I miss? You still, do you still see me? 
Yeah, I still see you. It's perfect. Don't worry about it. No, my my uh, my computer is is going down. Oh, here it goes. But um, but we that's what it's all about. It's all about education, trying to help people exactly. understand how to do. But the best thing to do is just you know you just I tell people just call me. You know, you know our phone number is four zero one six seven eight six four two zero. You just call, leave a message. I call you back. You know, I've I've done consults with people through uh, in Oregon, Washington State, Florida, Alabama, but mainly I would say 95% of people that reach out are my patients or friends or family in the area. So, but that's, I mean, that's like you, you want to, you don't want to just sell it. You just want to, you want to educate and then get right. the right dosing. You don't, it's expensive. You don't want to overtake yeah. it because it, 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 it's, it, it, the price is improving, but it's, yes. it's expensive. Insurance doesn't it, cover it. But again, it's a quality. So you, you yeah. gotta, you know, right. you gotta understand also quality. You pay for right. what you get for. So those that's who are actually exactly testing their products right. and making sure they got right. the stuff, they do it a little yeah. extra for and it. And that's you know, I can we can talk hours about this, but that's the <laughs> other thing is like, you know, when people buy stuff off the shelf, really you really need to be able to buy it where you can get the analysis to see what type of uh CBDs in it, is it tested, you know, how much THC is in it. I mean, as again. We're just talking about CBD. I, I'm still right. learning about the other cannabinoids, THC, right. but the CBGs, the CBNs, CBNs. The CBCs. I mean, the, I got people coming to me. We're gonna, we're just selling CBC. Like, what? I and, you know, I'm trying. It's hard to keep up. This is exploding, and you know, it's it's like CBNs are great for sleep. Yeah. You know, and it, it's gonna be to the point that you we're gonna have this plant down to like you just you need sleep you're gonna get not cbd you're gonna get cbn but nobody's right. gonna buy cbn they're gonna go what the heck is cbn you're like exactly exactly so, it's the same it, thing with delta 8 as delta 8 comes right. out as a little baby sister of thc it's another great sleep aid or analgesic exactly it, right you know so that that's another thing and they got delta 10 coming out you know they right. got all types of stuff coming out. every time you turn plants right. producing something else that's so. that's the thing about you cannot Stop learning. When you feel like you've learned everything, you might as well then retire. I mean, it's, exactly. uh, it's in my medical practice. It is especially with, with THC and CBD and, and all the cannabinoids. It is amazing how much is out there. And it does, it does work. I, I truly have seen it. It really does work. And it's better I, I than all these one. prescription drugs. So I with, my hospice, with my hospice, I, we're probably one of the few hospice because of me. I'm the medical director. Like, we do our regular medications, our morphine or Ativan. But I, if somebody wants to look at alternatives in medical marijuana, we will sign the license, you know, help them get the marijuana. And one thing that we did through this, this little practice, if you're a hospice patient, you get the license for free. You don't get the marijuana for free. But we get, if you know, I write a letter there on hospice. They'll, you know, pass them through, no fee. So at least they get it for free. And then they got to go to the dispensary and, you know, get the right medication. So we, we promote that. I don't think, I don't think there's many hospitals that do that, but we've had a lot of patients go the alternative way and it works great. So exactly. it works in, exactly. you know, it works in kids. It works for our chronic issues. It works at the end of life. I mean, exactly. No, what's the downside? Honestly, right? There is none. And they got to lose that stigma. And like I said, like you said, the opiate thing is, a, it, it touches my heart because I lost my daughter to an opiate overdose. Yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. This is how, uh, how I'm doing stuff. And a little backstory, when you say the CBD works, is when a, I give it to a firefighter because he has neck pain and then comes to me a week later and asks me, well, what do you give me? And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? 
And he goes, nothing. But for the last two years, I've been in a dark place. I was not happy. I was hearing voices. Now I'm happy again. I'm alive. I feel alive again. Those voices have stopped. When you hear that, it becomes right. more of a mission than it's trying to sell some right. product off a shelf. Oh, and God, so yes. that's why I love having doctors like you on the show who, who are so adamant about it, who go forward, who educate themselves and want to educate others more than just trying to sell a product. So I appreciate oh, you coming on my show, Dr. Rocco. Uh, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you yeah. just got out of surgery. You can call so. me anytime. I can, I can talk about this for <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I appreciate everything. I'm going to put the links down to the show notes. The show should be out in a couple of weeks. When I do, yeah. I'll send it to you and you can send yeah. it out to your social media. Definitely. I absolutely do want to do it. I want to put it on our podcast too. Perfect. And if you want me to come on your podcast, I'll tell you about my stories about the CBD, absolutely. the fire department, everything else. I'm more than welcome to come jump on. Perfect. I'm, I'm all for it. I just got to figure out all this other stuff. I'm not good at stuff. <laughs> I'm good at surgery. This other things, I'm not sure what to do. You know what? I, I may I may actually have a fix for you. I'll send it to you in the email yeah. and you can check it out. All right, cool. Wonderful. Uh, I love it. All right, Dr. Rocco, you have all a great right, day. And thank you again. Thank you for the time. Great talking to you. You too. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained some type of value. So what we need you to do is leave a review and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Good Dudes Crow.